This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 66 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Bob Hope's career was so long and varied and well-known that little needs to be said here about it. He will forever be remembered as one of the greatest comedy entertainers of all time. One of his most memorable contributions was his devotion to the servicemen of the U.S. Armed Forces, starting in 1939 at the beginning of World War II and continuing all the way through the 1990-1991 Persian Gulf War. He performed dozens of shows all over the world at military bases, military hospitals, and almost every theater of war through the decades that the U.S. was involved in. For his service, he was honored with the Sylvanus Thayer Award by the U.S. Military Academy at West Point in 1968. A 1997 Act of Congress named Hope an honorary veteran, and during World War II he was offered a commission in the U.S. Navy as lieutenant commander, but FDR intervened, believing that it would be better for troop morale if Hope continued to be associated with all the branches of the military. Now sit back and enjoy the January 2nd, 1945, and the March 5th, 1946 broadcasts of The Bob Hope Show. For the safety of your smile, use Pepsodent twice a day, See your dentist twice a year. Again this week, Pepsodent is proud to entertain the men and women in our armed forces. Tonight, Pepsodent brings to the flexible gunners of the Yuma Army Airfield at Yuma, Arizona, the Pepsodent Show starring Bob Hope. Thank you. Thank you. All right, take the sign down. How do you do? How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob broadcasting from the Yuma Army Airfield Hope, telling all you aerial gunners to use Pepsodent because you can't get a local girl and settle down in Arizona if your teeth make clicking noises when you try to telephone her. Well, here we are at the Yuma Army Air Base. This base is located on a Mesa. Mesa, that's an Arizona goose pimple. <laughs> but Yuma is really the Old West. I started to drag the skeleton of a cow off the sidewalk in Yuma, and the manager of the Western Union office came out and told me to get my own bicycle rack. <laughs> Sneaks up on you, that joke, doesn't it? Sorry you didn't hide But anyway The weather here in Yuma is perfect Except for an occasional soft breeze Soft breeze That's a local expression Meaning let's stand on the corner And watch the buildings go by (laughs) Yes sir This is the only place in the country Where the hangars have more flying hours Than the airplanes (laughs) 
they tell me it really gets hot here in Yuma. In fact, around here, you don't ask a guy what's cooking. You just say, how well done are you? <laughs> I don't know how hot it gets in Yuma, but the other day I saw a rattlesnake and he was crawling under a cow looking for a faucet marked cold. <laughs> and Yuma's full of marriage parlors. Marriage parlor, that's sort of a booby trap. That is, if you're boob enough to open your trap in one. <laughs> but the justices of the peace here charge as much as $5. They have to charge a little more to repair the skid marks on the carpet. One soldier got married in such a hurry that two days later, he and his bride were still going around trying to find a mutual friend to introduce him. <laughs> and there's really... And there's really a serious housing shortage here in Yuma. In fact, the other day, a B-17 dove a little too close to the ground, and before he could pull out of it, a real estate agent rented out the ball turret to a family from Oklahoma. <laughs> Boys here are waist gunners, and I found out why they're called waist gunners. On Saturday nights, that's what they go gunning for. <laughs> Colonel Anderson, the CO here, used to be in the Navy and has never quite gotten over it. This is the only camp where they issue soldiers' pants three sizes too small so they look like sailors. These boys here practice on targets flying across the sky, and the last two days they've been busier than usual shooting down privates who crossed the border New Year's Eve for a glass of tequila. <laughs> tequila. Tequila's a little different from an American drink. You count five before you pull the ripcord. <laughs> and a lot of these guys went into Yuma to celebrate the New Year, and they really didn't do much to Yuma. Of course, it may take the city a little time to slip the streets back under the houses again. <laughs> And for a practical joke, some of these soldiers filled a B-17 with tequila instead of gas. I don't know what happened, but three hours later, it was sighted over the Philippines doing the rumba with a B-29. <laughs> and, but they're really very nice to the boys here. On New Year's morning, if one of these soldiers didn't feel like getting up, he just said to his sergeant... Sarge, old kid, I'm just going to stay here in bed and catch a few more winks. And the sergeant would smile sweetly down at him and say, What's the matter, you crazy or something? <laughs> well, it's Professor Colonna, the man who brought his own cactus plant along with him. <laughs> Tell me, Professor, did you imbibe too freely this New Year's Eve? I am not quite sure, Hope, but the next morning, the Alka-Seltzer listened to me, Fizz. <laughs> I'm only, I'm only kidding, Hope. When I woke up, I was in the pink. You were in the pink? Yes, and so were the two elephants sitting on my bureau. <laughs> well, look, when you wake up, do you do anything for your hangover, Professor? Well, last two years, I took a hair of the dog that bit me. You did? Well, what'd you do this New Year's? Swallowed a cocker spaniel. <laughs> I but really hope I, I didn't do much celebrating. Get away. Don't bother me. I had a very mild evening. Later, later. Don't bother me. I spent a quiet time with a... Get away, get away. Professor, get away. professor, what's going on? Little green men want to go back to the Valley Cafe. <laughs> I've been hoping... 
Little I'm... green men, huh? Yes, I'm a little worried about those little green men following me. Well, after all, Colonel, you had little green men following you around last New Year's Day, too, didn't you? I know, but this year they were in P-38. <laughs> and what a wild party. Was it really a wild party, Professor? Was it? One of these aerial gunners got a little tall. He thought he could fly without a plane. So he stood on the windowsill and flapped his arm. Oh, Colonel, that's ridiculous. No human being can fly. That's what I told him every time he circled the house and asked for a weather report. <laughs> Professor, <laughs> have you any statement to make about the year that just ended? Yes, Hope, 1944 was just like any other year. The women got the best of it again. The women got the best of it. Can you prove that, Colonna? Of course, Hope. Just look at our first family. Franklin was running, and Eleanor traveled by plane. <laughs> Thank you, Professor. Poor Miriam, poor Miriam, neglected using Irium. So she waited for a thing for the phone to ring. Hello. Wrong number. Uh-oh. Hello. Wrong number. Uh-oh. So folks don't be like Miriam. Use Irium. No matter how many toothpaste you've tried, no matter how good a job you think your present brand is doing, change now to Pepsodent toothpaste. And in just one week, see if you don't find new brightness in your teeth New sparkle in your smile. You see, Pepsodent, and only Pepsodent, contains irium, the exclusive cleansing ingredient. And Pepsodent toothpaste with irium removes the film that makes your teeth look dull. It loosens film and floats it away, quickly, easily, safely. Because it removes film, Pepsodent toothpaste with irium brings new brightness to your teeth. No wonder more people than ever before use Pepsodent toothpaste today. No wonder it's number one with the armed forces. So forget other brands you've tried. Change to Pepsodent toothpaste with irium. And in just one week, see the difference. See if your teeth don't feel cleaner, look brighter. See how it uncovers the natural brilliance of your smile. Ask for refreshing Pepsodent toothpaste. Because Pepsodent... And only Pepsodent contains irium. Dear Miriam, dear Miriam, now she's heard of irium, so the telephone ring is the busy thing. Hello. Some yes, number. Oh, oh. Hello. Some number. Oh, oh. So folks just be like Miriam, use irium. Here comes those Andrews sisters. The Andrews sister. He was a famous jumper man from our Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was the top man at his craft. But then his number came up, then he was gone with a draft. He's in the army now, blowing reveille. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. It made him blow a bugle boy his Uncle Sam. It really brought him down because it couldn't jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next day the cap went out and drafted a band. And now the company jumps when he plays reveille. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. A toot. A doot, a doot, 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 he blows a day to the bar. In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with him. He makes the comedy jump when he plays reveille. He's a boogie, woogie, bugle boy, company feel. 
boogie was a boogie woogie bugle boy's company be. And when he plays boogie woogie bugle, he was busy as a business be. And when he plays, he makes the company jump eight to the bar. He's a boogie woogie bugle boy of company B. Do 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 She blows it eight to the bar. Can blow a note if the bass and guitar is the whip. The company jumps and he plays reveille. He's a boogie boogie bugle boy of company B. Every night and wakes them up the same way in the early bright. They clap their hands and stamp their feet because they know how he plays and someone gives them a beat. He really breaks it up when he plays Ravelry. He's a boogie woogie bugle boy, company Push the wrong pedal. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, he won't. Whoa, I'll stop him. I'll grab his tail and pull on it. <laughs> well, it'll come in handy for dusting the furniture. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is where I get off, driver. I'll open the door for you. <laughs> Should it be? Wrong side. Why, it's a drag along hope. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wonder who left the corral open. Gee. <laughs> yeah. See, what do you know, gals? <laughs> I'm Patty. I'm Maxine. I'm Laverne. I'm available. <laughs> yes, sir, gals just blew in from Hollywood. Well, say you got back here just in the right time, partner. The bloom is on the sage. Bloom is on the sage. Won't they dry quicker if you hang them on the clothesline? <laughs> Gee, drag along, you've changed. Huh? I said you've changed. How'd you get so bow-legged? Oh, I smoked one of those Mexican cigarettes. <laughs> and you got bow-legged? Yeah, I made a bad landing. <laughs> And I want to tell you, I'm too bow-legged. You're too bow-legged? Yeah, twice last week, my horse ran away and I didn't know about it. <laughs> Gee, drag along. When you left, you were just another cowboy. Are you really a famous Western movie star now? Well, I hope to kiss a pig. <laughs> well, okay, but be careful you don't cut your lips on the mirror. <laughs> Well, I'm doing great, gals. I just got through making a picture with an Indian boy. I don't suppose you gals have heard a little beaver. No, but on Saturday nights in Yuma, we run into plenty of uh, eager beavers. <laughs> Did you 
Did you meet any of them Hollywood celebrities drag along? Did I even touch Betty Grable? You did? Yeah, how do you think I got the car fare back here? <laughs> I say drag along. You got your horse here with you. Yeah, don't me and Silver make a pretty picture standing side by side? Oh, my, he's mighty pretty, all right. Here, have a lump of sugar. <laughs> now, here's one for you, Silver. <laughs> How about showing us some of that trick riding you learned in Hollywood? Want to see a little trick ride? Okay, I'll walk over and get a couple of horses from the corral. No doubt about it, I got to get these spurs shortened. See, them are sure big spurs, Dragalong. Yeah, I like them big. After the war's over, I'm going to have them made into a Ford. Say, gals, now I'll show you some fancy riding. Watch, I'll ride two horses standing up with my foot on each one. Here I go. I'm okay. But the horses are going further and further apart. Oh! <laughs> and good luck, Andrew sisters, on your new show, The Eight to the Bar Ranch, every Sunday. I'll be over to visit you soon, partners. Despite years of faithful brushing, despite any other toothpaste you've tried, see if your teeth aren't noticeably brighter in just one week after you change to Pepsodent Toothpaste. You see, Pepsodent Toothpaste contains irium, the exclusive cleansing ingredient. Pepsodent Toothpaste with irium removes the film that makes your teeth look dull. It loosens film and floats it away, quickly, easily, safely. Brings new brilliance to your teeth. So forget other brands you've tried. Change to Pepsodent Toothpaste. And in just one week, See the difference in the brightness of your teeth, the sparkle of your smile. Ask for refreshing Pepsodent toothpaste, because Pepsodent, and only Pepsodent, contains irium. Dear Miriam, dear Miriam, now she's heard of irium, so the telephone ring is the busy thing. Some number. Oh, oh. Yes, I'm here to talk Hello. Some number. Oh, oh. Some folks just be like Miriam. Use Together, 
1944 has ended, and tonight we find Bob Hope facing 1945. Ah! That was 1945. <laughs> but it's been a wonderful 1944. Bob's performances in the movies were of a type you're not apt to forget for a long time. Although Ovaltine helps. <laughs> At the famous Academy Award dinner, the president of the award committee watches with a big smile on his face as Bob reaches out his hand for the Oscar. <laughs> He'll never use those knuckles again. <laughs> and it was in 1944 that Bob's book, I Never Left Home, came out, and Bob was acclaimed as a famous author. After reading I Never Left Home, one reviewer was so impressed, he telephoned Bob and said, Mr. Hope, I can only say that I am proud and deeply gratified that the author of such a book is a native of Los Angeles. Well, thanks. Which paper are you with? New York Times. <laughs> Naturally, Bob is wondering what will happen to him in 1945. We find him walking down the main street of Yuma with his bone companion, Skinny Ennis. <laughs> Well, come on, Skin, let's walk around human. Well, should we walk around it again? <laughs> hey, Bob. Bob, where are we going? Well, let's find a gypsy fortune teller. We can find out what's going to happen to us this year, and then we can smoke the tea leaves. Look, here's a place, Bob. Madame Zaza, fortune teller. Let's go in. Yoo-hoo, Mr. Hart! Well, Vera Vane. <laughs> well, it's Vera Vane. Call out the riot squad. <laughs> it's Bob Hope. Put on your gas mask. <laughs> Well, Miss Vague, what are you doing here at Madame Zaza's? Uh, well, I'm really a mind reader, Mr. Hope, but come on in anyway. <laughs> I'll tell your fortune with tea leaves, Mr. Hope, as soon as I can get some hot water in a tea bag. Oh, fine. And would you mind using a new bag for me? Oh, I use nothing else. You won't find an old bag around here. <laughs> That really doesn't need an answer, does it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh you dear boy. Yeah. Why don't you take off your hat and show this cactus around here a real point? Yeah. Oh, no, come on. 
Now, come on, Miss Vega. I'm in a hurry. Will you read my mind? All right, all right. Now, relax. Just relax, Mr. Hope. You're my first customer at mind reading. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yes. Here's your mind right over here. <laughs> oh, you found it pretty quick, didn't you? Well, beginner's luck, I guess. So you're a mind reader, Miss Vega. Uh, yes, and you know, Mr. Hope, Cary Grant was here the other day, and I read his mind, but he, he left in a hurry. Why did he leave in such a hurry, Miss Vega? Well, while I was reading his mind, he read mine. <laughs> I slip here and I slip there looking for romance. Really, Miss Vague, supposing you met a fellow like Skinny Ennis? I'd get another can of flips. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm very good at palm reading, Mr. Hope. Yeah, let, let me look at your hand a minute there. Oh, goodness. I can see you're a man of great wealth and influence. Wealth and influence? How yes. can you tell that, Miss Vague? By the lifelines in my palm? No, by the nicotine stains on your fingers. <laughs> Well, have you seen Professor Colonimus Vague? He was supposed to join me here and see what I was going to make of myself in 1945. I see. Well, perhaps he has a weak stomach. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe that's Colonna now. He said he'd look me up a Hindu swami today. Hello? Hello, Hope. I am looking for the swami, but I expect a little trouble getting there. Tell me, can an elephant fly an airplane? Of course an elephant can't fly an airplane. Now, see? You better land this thing, Jumbo. <laughs> Colonna, you've got splinters in your head. What kind of plane are you flying? Must be a Mustang. Professor, what makes you think it's a Mustang? It's got a long, bushy tail. <laughs> That's the windsock. Professor, why don't you pay a... <laughs> Professor, why don't you pay a visit to the lunatic asylum? Okay, Hope, what time will you be home? Uh... <laughs> Look, don't bother me. Don't bother me now, Colonna. I'm having my fortune told. Having your fortune told? Hold everything, Hope. I'll fly to India and get a real swami to tell your fortune. <laughs> Stubborn son of a gun, wasn't he? <laughs> Boy, that Kelowna. I think William Tell shot his head off and he's using the apple now. <laughs> well, let's get back to the mind reading, Miss Vague. Yes, yes. Hello, Bob. Oh, hello, Miss Vague. May I join you? Oh, well, Miss Langford. Of course, darling. Come right in. <laughs> Here's a chair, dear. Sit down and take a mess off your feet. <laughs> My, but that's a lovely gypsy costume you're wearing, Miss Vague. Oh, thank you. Tell me, is it ready-made, or do you have your own awning company? <laughs> oh, you sweet child, you. Uh, I don't see why you came to a fortune teller, dear. Why don't you just take that wig of yours off and use your own crystal ball? Now, wait a minute, girls. I want you two girls to kiss and make up for the New Year. Francis, kiss Miss Vague on the oh, cheek. Oh, all right. Here. That's sweet. Now, Miss Vague, you kiss Francis on the cheek. <laughs> Dear chap lips. <laughs> I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Hope. I got the swami and we're flying in on the beam, and it's pretty embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be flying in on the beam? Yes. All the other pilots have airplanes. <laughs> well, what is your position, Kelowna? I'm five miles above the Rocky Mountains, Hope, and I just want to ask you one thing. What is it, Kelowna? 
spare gas coupon. <laughs> you're, you're really in trouble then, Kelowna. Yeah, yes, hope my plane's on fire, my wings are gone, my motor's missing, and my tail's out. Kelowna, your plane's on fire, your wings are off, your motor's missing, and your tail's off? Yes. Think I ought to jump? <laughs> Professor, stop fooling around and get on over here. Okay, Hope, I'm right overhead. I'll swoop down and make a perfect landing in the front yard. Here I come. Hmm. Should have let the wheels down. Well, Hope, here's the swami. Okay, swam, you're on. <laughs> well... I see you have a crystal ball, Swami. Yes, I can look into my crystal ball and see everything that is going to happen. It's wonderful, wonderful. It is? Why? I can keep two weeks ahead of Dick Tracy. <laughs> I shall now summon the spirit. Aquacradadabba, rabida, stabda. Crack, crack, and above. Crab, crab, Darn it, I never can remember it. Well, Swami, can you tell me anything about the future? What's going to happen to me this year? Yes. I'll tell you what's in store for you in 45, Mr. Hope. I'll contact the other world. I'll talk to the spirits. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? I'm having a little trouble getting out of this world. Held him along, didn't I? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. For the safety of your smile, use Pepsodent twice a day. See your dentist twice a year. Tonight from the campus of the University of Nevada at Reno, we bring you The Pepsodent Show, starring Bob Hope and his special guest, David Niven. Thank you, Nevada. Thank you. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob broadcasting from the University of Nevada at Reno on the Truckee Hope. <laughs> Telling all of you prospective miners that while you're here, learn all that you can, and remember that with Pepsodent, you'll always have a flash in your pan. <laughs> well, here I am in Reno. Reno, that's the Civilian Separation Center. <laughs> This is where the ladies get rid of their hubby-hubby to go looking for hubba-hubba. <laughs> I didn't have any trouble finding Reno. I just crossed the Nevada state line and followed the wedding rings. <laughs> and there's a lot of professional gamblers here in Reno. You know what a professional gambler is. That's a question mark in cuffs. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of divorcees here. You know what a divorcee is. That's an exclamation point in slacks. 
And there's lots of cowboys here, too. You know what a cowboy is? That's a parenthesis in pants. You better get with it. I've still got the commas and the hyphens left. <laughs> but this is really the West. Of course, I've been a lot of places where the men are men and the women are women, but out here they make a hobby of it. <laughs> and it's not hard to tell how this town makes its living. Every store you go into has four lawyers, three slot machines, and two statues of Tommy Manville. <laughs> Some great sights here in Reno You see the women who are through with their men Walking down to the Truckee River To throw in their wedding rings And you see those who aren't quite sure Walking down with their yo-yo strings <laughs> And it's against the law To try and fish them out and sell them They told me as they unscrewed my diving helmet <laughs> And the gambling spirit is everywhere in this town In fact, even the traffic signals are affected by it here they light up and say, stop, go, and two to one, you don't get to the other side. <laughs> and I'm not saying the college is affected by Reno's main industry, but the students put their examination papers on the table, the professor fades them, and they roll for the grade. <laughs> I'm just kidding, President Mosley. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everything is gambling here. One couple got married, and when the ceremony was over, the preacher said, I now pronounce you two the hard way. <laughs> and, and they don't have elections here. The ten guys who want to be married just go into a room, and the high card gets the office for the following year. <laughs> Everybody plays the slot machines. I shook hands with the mayor. I gave his arm one pump, and his eyes started to roll. His nose twirled, they clicked to a stop on two oranges in a bell bar, and nickels came out of his ear. Take it. They're yours. Wartime restrictions are ending. Now the toothpaste you wanted is here. It's the new, better-than-ever Pepsodent toothpaste with twice as much irium. This new Pepsodent has a wonderfully refreshing taste. A cleaner, brighter taste that means cleaner, brighter teeth. This new Pepsodent with twice as much arium cleans teeth better. Cleans better between teeth. Makes your breath cleaner, fresher, too. You've never had a finer toothpaste. And never an introductory value like this. Right now, you can get two tubes of new post-war Pepsodent for only 29 cents. Yes, two 25-cent tubes of 50-cent value for only 29 cents. Get this new Pepsodent, compare it with any toothpaste you've used before. Compare its taste, compare results. See how quickly, how safely, this new Pepsodent with twice as much irium removes the film that makes your teeth look dull. See how new Pepsodent cleans teeth better, cleans better between teeth, too. See how fresh it makes your whole mouth feel. Compare it now during this sensational introductory offer. Get two 25-cent tubes of new, improved Pepsodent for only 29 cents. A 50-cent value for only 29 cents. Don't delay. Yeah, two announcers. Get back in the tube. Okay, Skinny, take it, boy. Here's Skinny Ennis. Hey!
my goodness, it's Francis Langford. <laughs> Symphony. Symphony of love. Music from above. Out of the Langford singing symphony. I don't know what's going on on this show, do I? And now I want to present an actor, ladies and gentlemen, just back in Hollywood from the British Isles, where for the past six years, he served the British Army with such distinction he rose to the rank of colonel and won high honors. A gentleman you remember is one of Hollywood's most suave and polished performers, David Niven. Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. Thank you, Bob, and thanks, Harold. <laughs> what was that? Thanks, Harold? Yes, Harold that runs a club in downtown New York. <laughs> As a matter of fact, um, he gave me a shirt for mentioning his name. <laughs> oh, a cowboy shirt? No, I bought it in London. <laughs> oh, well, maybe... Maybe I could get my shorts back from the Palace Club that way. <laughs> so, so you've taken in all the attractions in Reno, huh? Oh, yes. Niven has given. 
Well, I wish you'd take lessons uh, from, in gambling from me. You know, I did pretty well this afternoon. I saw you, Bob, but you, you can't make any really big money playing jacks with a co-ed. <laughs> Oh, you're just mad because I broke the bank at the roulette table. You did what? I broke the bank. I stopped the game. Bob, there's a difference between breaking the bank and watching that little ball so closely that you inhale it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's so stingy. Ch imagine charging me for it. <laughs> but how do you like the Wild West, David? Well, it's really wild here last night, Bob. What, what kind of animal was that that they roped and tied and branded right on the main street? That wasn't an animal, David. The sophomores were hazing a freshman. A freshman, he had horns. Well, he spent a lot of his time around Lake Manzanita. Bob, Bob, what's Lake Manzanita? Oh, that's a pool on the campus where the students meet after history class to make some more. But I'm, uh... <laughs> I, I'm sure... But I'm sure these students are more interested in your history, David. You were an officer in the English Army, weren't you? That's right, Bob. I was a colonel. Colonel, now tell me, is that higher than a senior? Uh, Dave, I, I hear your father was an English colonel, too No, Bob, he wasn't You see, I'm half Scotch Really? What's the other half? Bourbon? Dave, you've got me confused with Ray Milland <laughs> By the way, Dave, have you seen Lost Weekend yet? Well, I saw the English version of it Oh, is it different? Yes, in the English version, Ray wears a bloodshot monocle well, you should see the Reno version. Ray Milan wears a poker chip in his left eye. <laughs> but, I, but I love London, David. I love London. You know, I was born there. They deny it, but Bob, tell me. Oh, uh, <laughs> was it, um, Stop reading answers from your cuff, will you please? Was it always so foggy in England? Foggy. I was 10 years old before I met my mother. <laughs> Tell me, uh, David, how do, uh, how do people like my pictures in London? Oh, you're a big hit, Bob. Whenever your name appears on a theatre marquee, lines form all down the block. The English like my pictures, huh? Yes, they're crazy about any films with American gangsters in them. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm not a gangster. I got these scars in vaudeville. <laughs> or at the faro table. Besides, I could play those British parts that you get. I've got the accents. Pip, hip, old bean. How's that? Well, as old beans goes, yours is a pip. Why, <laughs> David! I have the face... I have the face of a juvenile, even if my figure is a little delinquent. Say, you just... <laughs> you just finished making a picture in this country, didn't you? That's right. It's called The Perfect Marriage. The Perfect Marriage? Yeah, that's Reno. Spelled backwards. I made it to... <laughs> I met you at Paramount, Bob. Yeah, I know. I met you in the commissary, remember? Oh, that's right. I didn't recognize you without the napkin over your arm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Why, I'm Paramount's biggest ace. Bob, be careful. Be careful. There are freshmen in the audience. <laughs> oh, Dave, they know. Well, it's really wonderful, Bob. Wonderful of you bringing me up here to the University of Nevada. Well, tell me, are you a college man? Oh, yes, I am. I went to Stowe College in England. Is that coeducational? No, my hair's always been curly. Bob. <laughs> did you go to college? Well, I went for two years, but then I had to quit. Why did you have to quit? Well, I couldn't keep up the payments on my pipe. 
But, Dave, I guess the schools over there are a lot different than our colleges. Yes, they are, Bob. In the first place, our colleges in England are not co-educational. They have schools for men and schools for girls. Do they give you your choice? <laughs> oh, it might, um, might be a little puzzling in your case. Uh... <laughs> Well, I must run along, Bob. I must go. One of the college boys is taking me out on a tour of some of the mines around here. Well, what kind of a mine are you going to visit? Well, it's a curious thing. It's called a poultry mine. A poultry mine? David, there's no such thing as a poultry mine. Oh, but there is. This boy said very distinctly, meet me after the broadcast and we'll go dig some chicks. in a few minutes. And now, people of the radio audience, this is a friendly warning. Hide. I'm always chasing rainbow, watching clouds slowly drifting by. Must have gotten a green light. <laughs> I seems are just like all my dreams Ending in the sky <whistles> Who threw that coconut? Sneaky way to get a plug for the book Oh <laughs> Some people look and find the sunshine I always look and find the rain some people make a winning sometime. Ah, yes, some people make a winning sometime. Okay, here's the dice. It's your roll. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you sure these dice aren't loaded? Loaded? Oh, it's just heavy ivory, that's all. Just heavy ivory. Roll them. <laughs> well, run downstairs and see what your point is. a rainbow now. I'll run right up to the end of it. Oh, Kelowna, watch where you're going. You almost knocked me down. Well, what do you know? Ran right into the pot. <laughs> Waiting to find a boomer, I never love it. Be sure and get a copy of Jerry's book, Who Threw That Coconut? It's good for a lot of laughs. Come in, Wendell. You're right. Yes, with wartime restrictions ending, the new toothpaste you wanted is here. It's the better-than-ever new Pepsodent toothpaste with a cleaner, brighter taste that means cleaner, brighter teeth. This wonderfully refreshing new Pepsodent contains twice as much irium, the exclusive cleansing ingredient that only Pepsodent can give you. You've never had a finer toothpaste. And never an introductory value like this. Right now, you can get two tubes of new post-war Pepsodent for only 29 cents. 
Yes, two 25-cent tubes of 50-cent value for only 29 cents. Get it, compare it with any toothpaste you've used before. See how quickly, how safely this new Pepsodent, with twice as much irium, removes the film that makes your teeth look dull. See how it cleans teeth better, cleans better between teeth, makes your breath cleaner, fresher, too. Compare it now while you can get two 25-cent tubes of new Pepsodent toothpaste for only 29 cents. A 50-cent value for only 29 cents. This introductory offer is limited, so act at once. <laughs> Folks, one of the most interesting branches here at the University of Nevada is the School of Mines where they teach each student to dig it out of the ground and sending, <laughs> sending the folks back home for it. Tonight, <laughs> tonight we find two graduates who just struck it rich, Bob Hardpan Hope <laughs> and David Nugget Niven. <laughs> they got them out of the School of Mines by putting a landmine under the school. <laughs> Here they are, coming into Reno, loaded with gold. Curtain? What are we doing all this hollering for? Well, I don't know about you, but my spurs curl up a little too far. <laughs> hey, Nugget. Nugget, why have you got your shafts on backwards? Well, the wind is blowing from that direction. Say, <laughs> um, Hardpan, how did you find your way to all that gold? I didn't. The gold found its way to me. I can't believe it. How did it happen? Just pasted my diploma from the Nevada School of Mines on my back and sat there. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do with all your dough, Hardpan? Me? I'm going to buy me a thousand cows. A thousand cows? You going into farming? No, I'm going to develop my wrist for the pinball machine. <laughs> Say, Nugget. Nugget, you'd better shave before we hit Reno. But I did. And what's that on your face? I had sagebrush for breakfast. <laughs> sagebrush? Oh, yeah. That's those washo Wheaties. Yes, sir. Hey, Hardpan. What's that? There's a blacksmith shop. Let's stop in and get a new set of shoes. Okay. Ah, oh, that's fine. Now let's get a set for our horses. Come on, Hardpan. Let's spend some of our silver. Okay, let's get down the street here to Honest John's. Good day, kid. Let's go. Okay, boy. Let's... Say, that looks like Honest John over there. I'll see if I can get his attention. Dad, one of the bubble dancers must have sprung a leak. Colonna, we're loaded and we want to get rid of some of it. One minute, gentlemen. <laughs> Why do you shoot that guy, Colonna? He made a nine the hard way. Three threes. <laughs> so, Colonna, you're a big-time gambler, eh? That's right, Hope. I bet hundreds on the toss of the dice, thousands on the turn of the wheel, millions on the cut of the cards. I also have a friend who gives me cardboard for the soles of my shoes. Oh, never mind that, Kelowna. Never mind that. We're in town for some fun. Oh, so you boys want to paint the town red, eh? Yeah, can I borrow your brush? <laughs> oh, no, I, I needed to rake in the chips. <laughs> Well, here you are. Try this Republican slot machine. Republican slot machine? Why do you call it that, Kelowna? Well, the last time it paid off was the day Hoover was elected. 
<laughs> you take me for a fool? You take me for an imbecile? I do, I do. Now, where shall we go on a honeymoon? <laughs> hey, look, that fella, that fella who's been playing the slot machine is coming over. Yeah, one of my oldest customers. Look, Mr. Cologne, I've been playing that same machine for eight years, and I'm just... Ah! Can't stand a bad loser. <laughs> yes, sir. This is some place, huh, Nugget? Yeah. I wonder if they've got all the gambling devices here. Hello, big boy. They got them. <laughs> Hiya, Glamorous. Well, hello, tall, dark, and open the window. <laughs> hey. Say, get a load of this tomato, huh? Yeah. The rest of the vampire ain't bad either. <laughs> Are you gold miners? Sure. Don't you see the little light on my hat? No, every time I look up, I get blinded by that gleam in your eye. Say, ma'am, would you be interested in a slug? Be more specific. You want to buy me a drink or are you proposing? <laughs> oh, come on, ma'am. I'm more your type. You're certainly arrogant. That's funny. I just bathed this morning. <laughs> Guess I gotta start using soap. Now, <laughs> oh, don't pay any attention to him, ma'am How about a kiss? Do you know how to kiss? Do I know how to kiss? Why, ma'am, at the bar X They use me instead of a branding iron <laughs> Well, leave me a sample later Right now, how would you like to play a little roulette? What's roulette? Start the wheel, Joe I got one <laughs> All right, here you are, boys. Put your money on the board and I'll spin it. Say, are you sure this wheel is honest? As honest as the day is long. Well, you lose. Sun goes down here early, doesn't it? <laughs> Let me try it, Harpen. I'll bet a dollar on number six. Number seven, you lose. But, Colonna, you didn't spin the wheel. <laughs> oh, silly bee, that's right. <laughs> number seven, you lose. How did you know number seven was coming up? Underneath, my brother-in-law. <laughs> Come on, are there any electric wires under this roulette wheel? Uh, of course not, Hope. Just to show you the wheel isn't crooked, I'll spin it the other way. <laughs> Silly me, blew up the powerhouse at Boulder Dam. <laughs> Hide your dough, everybody. Here comes that desperado trigger in us. All right, everybody, put up your hands. I'm holding you up. Who's holding you up? <laughs> None of your lip. I'm a rooting, tooting, shooting, looting, booting, zooting, hustling, tussling, muscling, rustling, bad man. <sighs> and nobody moves till I get up again. <laughs> All right, there. Everybody put your backs against that wall. We got our backs against the wall. Now move back and forth. Feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> all right. Now I'm gonna rob all the men and kiss all the women. You're first. Me? I'm first? Yeah. Start puckering. 
minute. Are you sure? Are you sure I'm your type? Shut up. Give me your wallet. Okay, you. Give me your wallet. You're next. Quit stalling. Hey, Hope. Unsnap your garter and hand over your mad money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So long, suckers. I'm in a saddle and away. <laughs> Look, Nugget, that gopher runs like a deer. After him, everybody! There you go, yes, sir! Hey, hey! Get out! Get out! You think we'd make better time if we weren't all on one horse? Ah, <laughs> oh, we're catching up with him. Take a shot at him. It's no use. He's riding in the saddlebag. <laughs> Better catch him before he gets to Mount Rose. How do you know he's heading for Mount Rose? His horse is wearing skis. <laughs> There he goes up Mount Rose I'll get him I'll shoot from the hip You'll be pretty wide of the target Won't you? <laughs> there he is Everybody fire I got him hey. Oh I give up Stop shooting Please stop shooting Did we get you? No I just can't stand the noise Thanks for the memory of Nevada Fair to see and its university. We'd like to state we appreciate your hospitality and we thank you so much. And thanks for the memory of Reno World renowned as the nation's great playground. You prove the claim of Reno's fame as the biggest little town. We thank you so much. Folks, the Red Cross campaign is beginning. Let's see if they score. All right, Cappy, I'll take it. All right, thank you. Our thanks to David Niven for being our guest this evening. Throw a straitjacket on him. You did a fine job, David, oh boy, and thanks to President Mosley and all you folks here at the University of Nevada. You know, tonight is March 5th, 1946. One year ago tonight, this nation was two months away from VE Day and six months away from VJ Day. One year ago tonight... A lot of these boys here in the audience, the University of Nevada, were American troopers and were fighting in the shell-torn streets of Cologne, and the going was still plenty rough on Iwo Jima. One year ago tonight, the lights were on all night in factories in Pittsburgh and Detroit and Chicago. But on a million farms, it was lights out because two million teenage farmers had to get up at 5 a.m. and help Dad milk and mow and weed and hoe for victory. I mean, our two million boys and girls and our 75,000 4-H clubs. During the war, we said plenty about the man behind the gun but not much about the kids behind the plow. G.I. Joe's kid brother and sister in blue jeans who took care of things in the South 40 while Brother Joe took care of things in the South Pacific. Personally, I'm not farmer enough to know which faucet in the cow gives milk and which faucet gives cream. But I do know this, that you kids in the 4-H club are doing right by the soil for which so many Americans have died. Good night. This is Wendell Miles reminding you to try a new post-war pestilence during this limited introductory offer. Get two 25-cent tubes, a 50-cent value for only 29 cents. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.